Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Yay. Welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled to be here with you this morning. I love being here. And the reason I love doing my podcast so much is because it helps me to sit still and ground and come into alignment with consciousness energy so that um, I can... I don't know, speak the highest level of truth that I have access to. And that's really important to me. And um, this is something I, I learned to tune into as a child. And I've continued to do it my whole life. And I especially did it when I was um, around other people who were searching for answers. I would find um, I could access it for them. It took a long time to be able to feel like it was a daily activity for myself. And that's what I consider this podcast. It's like a daily activity of tuning into messages for me. And that's why it hits me so powerfully. Like that's why I'm yawning. That's why I'm like, whatever, maybe sneezing, crying, because this information is here to serve the highest good of all. And that includes me. And it's messages that... It's it's really wild because when we are fully attuned to consciousness, even the words, even the order of the words, carry information above and beyond what they nakedly look like. So it's a powerful, like it's a powerful tool to have. And I can't recommend it enough that you learn to tune into this heart energy and find truth. And how we do that is the heart energy speaks to us in heaviness and lightness. And if you've ever felt excited in love, that's the heart saying, yes, yes, yes. What you're doing is perfect. It's on point, da, da, da. When you feel something's heavy, the heart is saying, you're, what you are doing, your thoughts and actions are not in alignment with the truth of who you are. Isn't that beautiful? So if you're feeling heaviness, then there is probably most likely a thought underlining so you witness behavior or you experience behavior and you didn't like it. And, and you, <clears throat> as soon as we don't like something, the ego jumps into the driver's seat. If, if we don't like take ownership right away, the ego would jump into the driver's seat and start writing stories about what you don't like. So if I experienced, um, someone, uh, criticizing my work, and it felt bad, that's because I am seeing this through the eyes of my past. I'm replaying something else in my past. Otherwise, I would just take it in the moment as this person is having this moment. I might check in with myself to see, hmm, did I do anything that could have hurt this person or upset them? I might check in, you know, like, at the bottom line, I'm not doing malicious things. So, <clears throat> and I do believe people are doing their best. Maliciousness is, um, it's like a deep, uh, 
rooted uh, low vibration frequency level of pain that is projected outwards. So that is, um, that is very, very interesting. Very interesting. So, uh, you know, in my circles, there's, there's no maliciousness. There's no maliciousness with my daughter, my ex, exes. There's no, with the people I am friends with and live with, there's no maliciousness at all. <coughs> so I know that all behavior um, that is off is a projection of some sort. And that if I take it personally, then I have to look at what is my, what is my past experience that I've carried forward in low frequency that is not a match for who I am now that is coming up. And that's what's happening when, when I'm afflicted by another's behavior or an experience, then something is coming up to be released. And I want to be present for that. Uh, this morning I woke up and um, it's never about what you think. And that's the interesting thing. It's like there's a story. The ego will spout a story because the ego doesn't want you to get to the root. It doesn't want these things released. It wants to have the chaos and turmoil. It believes that the chaos and turmoil keep it alive. And in some ways it does because it likes to drive the car. But it's just a tool and it's not supposed to be driving. You are always supposed to be driving your car. You're always supposed to be the one <clears throat> with the power. So, la, la, la. Let's see, where are we going? Where are we going? <clears throat> see, I'm clearing still. What am I clearing? What am I releasing? That's what I want to know. Oh, so I was saying earlier that I had this um, energy that I felt when I woke up, and it was like a heaviness in my upper back. And I had just got this wonderful meditation plate super cool thing and I put a picture of it on the podcast yesterday the day before and um really cool so I just decided to play with it because to me uh it's wonderful having all these different tools available so we can kind of hop around keep it fresh keep it interesting because that's what the body likes fresh and interesting if we're always going to the same tool it'll get old and before you know it we'll start um just not really getting the benefit from it because we can go into a, uh, what would you call that? We can go into an autopilot kind of program that doesn't allow us to be present. And we don't want to have tools that are so familiar that they become like a habit or they become like we can do them unconsciously. We want to be present. We want to be conscious with it. So I was playing with this plate and they had this activity where you run your energy through it <clears throat> up and down to cleanse it. It goes up through and it's the negative in and it comes out. And so you run this plate up and down the energy and seeing it um, take out the resistance and then you take the energy and you bring it back into your body and spread it all around your body. And I loved this. It was such a treat to be able to play with the energy like this. And it's just really fun. Lots of power in intention, lots of power in thought. So we might as well be harnessing those in our daily lives to serve the highest good. And that is definitely serving you. And what I mean serving yourself is serving the highest good of all. And that's really awesome. 
So as we learn to uh, clear ourselves and we learn to tap into this heart energy field, this heart energy uh, communication, this heart energy uh, partner, we can we can really hone in and we can hone in and make the really tough decisions for our lives that want to be made for us to expand faster or more efficiently or like get on point with where we really want to be we have to make these hard decisions and they come through the heart and when we know they're coming through the heart and when we are accessing that heart communication with source we feel like we are have a partner like if you have a really great relationship with someone then when they come up with a good idea you're on board you're just on board there's no resistance because you trust them you love them and that's how it is with this heart energy. Once we recognize that we are communicating with our partner, uh, source energy, consciousness, all that is, God, whatever you want to use, you know, it's to me, all those are the same. So um, when you are willing to communicate and recognize that you have a partner, it makes it so much easier to make the hard decisions. And I got to say, in my past, it's like a lot of my decisions come out of this sphere and I own it. And then even to the point where I will tell someone if it involves other people and I'm making basically decisions that may affect them, uh, then I tell them, look, you know, like this is the, this is, this is my message from God. This is my message that I've been told. And so I have to do it. I, I just have to go this route and, um, there, and there's just no questioning it. Like someone can't argue what God told you because they weren't there. (laughs) They can have their own conversation with God, but they can't argue with yours. So, uh, this is really beautiful. Oh, and this can help with everything from, for myself, taking commissions or not taking a commission. You know, if I made it all about the money, I would take every commission, but this isn't the case. Commissions have to be serving the highest good of all. And so I communicate with my, um, you know, God, uh, through my heart energy and I find out, does this feel good? Does this feel good? Does doing a retreat feel good? What time of the month or what time of the year feels good? Um, you know, where am I living? How long am I living here? You know, I'm just just tweaking and constantly just like stirring. And I love that. And even now moving my hands, I can feel the energy moving and moving and moving. And so there's a lot of things I hear that people are going to do and it sounds like phenomenal and I want to do it, but I know it's not a match for me. I'm not getting that yes in my heart. It's just, I, I love to share other people's experiences and get excited with them. And I've learned to allow myself to do that while at the same time holding my own truth for me. And that is super fun. So I can um, be excited for and hold space and, and walk like through something with someone, even if it affects me, without any question of how that will affect me or what is the outcome for me, that's irregardless. It can be all about this other person. And when they get fully in alignment with what they wanna do, then I'll see, you know, where am I at? Where am I at? Independent of them, but with the, 
with the uh, situation or with the outcome that they had, now I can check in with me. You know, where am I? You know, because we always have decisions, but we love to make out like we don't. We love to make out that whatever this other person says is the determining factor for me. And that uh, that people, that we basically give our power away in that when we always have decisions. We always have choices. So it's really awesome to know that we can, we can just be in a partner. Like this is the coolest thing. Our one and only partner is God or source energy, you know, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. That is our one and only partner. And when that's working, everything falls in line. When that's not working, nothing's working. So it's really important. And this is where the willingness to be unattached to anything of this world is so critical because, um, our attachment becomes God for us. Our attachment takes the place of God. So we may not think we're attached until we lose that thing, that job, that relationship, that house, that, that special watch or whatever. <clears throat> and then suddenly our world crashes. Okay, so guess what? When we're in relationship with God, all of this becomes very insignificant like we um, are releasing our attachments. So it's okay. All of this is replaceable. It's all okay. You know, like it's just, you know, nothing that is of God dies, nothing that is love dies and nothing that is, um, and, and everything that is not of God is just illusion, right? So if that's the case, then isn't it a, a really awesome thing to be reminded what's illusion? And the illusion <clears throat> is the ideas and meanings that we give things, you know, that is not love. It's the specialness that we give things. And so this is, I don't know, I just love this. And as time goes on, I recognize where I'm still attached, where I'm still attached, where I'm still attached. And I get um, these messages from God, like, you know, like, oh, guess what? You know, there's still an attachment here. I'm recognizing that and then releasing it. So who you hear of people who've lost everything and then, you know, you hear of them because then somehow they came out of the mire and muck and had a completely amazing experience of life, you know? So how did that happen? It happened because they detached from all that is not of God and found the one thing that is real. Now, that one thing that is real, we hold within ourselves. And then it is just mirrored on the outside. So it, what's being going on outside of you, sometimes you want to say, like, is this a match for what's going on inside? Now, check this out. Um, I don't have a lot of time here, but if, if you have unconditional love in your heart and God is in your heart and you lose everything, you don't see what went on around you as losing everything you see it as cleansing. You see it as an awakening. You see it as a moving on. You see it as an expansion. All right. But if what is going on with your connection to God is eh, eh, haphazard, broken, uh, on again, off again, and you're off, then your house burns down. You see it as a massive loss. You see yourself as victim. And there's a lot of fear. So I'm not saying that what happens outside of you won't look bad or won't be things that people would choose. 
But when you are in alignment with God, you believe in the perfection of all. You love what is. And let me tell you, I learned at a very young age when anything happened to find the good within it. That's what I did. Find the good within it. And that is the alignment. That is choosing to be in the hands of God while experiencing life. And so we can choose to find the good in everything. And your your mind cannot hold two thoughts. So if your house burns down, the thought could be like, wow, I just don't have to mow this lawn anymore. You know, like, I mean, find something simple. It could be silly, but, um, you know, now I can move to where I want. Uh, I'm so glad now I don't have to pack, you know, like <laughs> I kept thinking these thoughts when I was moving. It's like, if everything burned up, I would be fine. I would be fine. Less work. If everything was stolen, that would be great. But you know what? I was meant to do the hard labor of packing and moving and, on and off boats and into houses. And, you know, and I, the beautiful thing is, okay, if I want to find all the good in it, I got great exercise. I felt amazing. I never hurt myself, which was mind blowing. I took care of myself, even though I was working hard, even though there was so much going on, I got to spend amazing time with my friends and all of that. And, and then the move was just such a lovely expansion. So, and now I'm having the time and energy to focus on rebuilding and getting up and running this retreat center, this retreat healing center. So beautiful, so much fun. All right, so on that note, I'm gonna let you go. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Love you, bye. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.